This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, we get an update on the state of federal cybersecurity. Lawmakers are suggesting the president allow immigration judges to unionize again. And a new rule from the Pentagon aims to make contract decisions more transparent. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The state of cybersecurity government-wide looks to be better than ever. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. Cybermetrics ranging from managing risks to the effectiveness of cyber programs improved across the board for agencies in fiscal 2020. The latest Federal Information Security Management Act, or FISMA, report to Congress tells the story of agencies being better prepared, at least on paper, to protect systems and data from cyber attacks. OMB says agencies faced almost 31,000 cyber attacks in 2020, an 8% increase over the previous year. The number of email or phishing incidents dropped, but website and web application attacks increased in 2020. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Senate Democrats are urging Attorney General Merrick Garland to reestablish a union for immigration judges at the Justice Department. The Federal Labor Relations Authority decertified the National Association of Immigration Judges last November. The FLRA decided immigration judges were management officials and therefore should not have collective bargaining rights. Democrats on the Senate Judiciary Committee, however, say reestablishing the union could help immigration judges regain their independence. The White House plans to nominate Matt Olson to oversee the Justice Department's National Security Division. Olson spent over 20 years serving in different roles, including three years as director of the National Counterterrorism Center under the Obama administration. Recently, he was working as chief trust and security officer for Uber. The Wall Street Journal was first to report the president's intent to nominate Olson. Workforce issues at the State Department rank high on the Government Accountability Office's list of outstanding recommendations. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. GAO says the department has taken some steps to address longstanding diversity challenges. But auditors say the agency needs to explain and correct a discrepancy in mid-career promotions between racial minorities and their white colleagues. GAO says the agency should make better use of its workforce data to zero in on the problem. The agency hired its first chief diversity and inclusion officer in April. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The National Institutes of Health is naming a new chief officer for scientific workforce diversity. Marie Bernard will take on the job permanently after starting the position on an acting basis last October. Bernard helped stand up NIH's Diversity Working Group and Equity Committee. She also serves as co-chair of the NIH Inclusion Governance Committee, which oversees inclusion efforts in clinical research. Industry wants government to get moving on security clearance reforms. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Contractors see progress with the government-wide security clearance backlog, and the Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency is processing more cases more quickly than it was three years ago. But they say an outdated process is still slowing down their own hiring. DCSA and other agencies have plans in mind to modernize an outdated security clearance and vetting system, but industry wants agencies to implement it more quickly. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Pentagon spends billions of dollars every year on sole source contracts, but zero competition means they're quick. 
We get more from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. For those sole source awards, contracting officers need to see a company's cost and pricing data to make sure taxpayers are getting a fair price. But a new review by the Government Accountability Office found contractors routinely dragged their feet on providing that data, sometimes for months. The Pentagon plans to deliver a report later this year on which firms outright refuse to provide the data when they don't have to. GAO says DOD also needs to gather information on delays. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Three years in the making, the Defense Department sets out its process for how contracting officers should do enhanced debriefings for task and delivery orders worth more than $10 million. DOD released a proposed rule to meet the requirement of the 2018 Defense Authorization Bill. The post-award enhanced debriefings are designed to increase transparency to help minimize the number of protests filed by unsuccessful bidders. Comments on the proposed rule are due by July 19th. Rear Admiral William Chase is selected to be the next Deputy Commander of Joint Force Headquarters Department of Defense Information Network. The component of U.S. Cyber Command is responsible for operating and defending DOD's 15,000 networks and 3 million users. Chase is currently serving as the Deputy Principal Cyber Advisor to the Secretary of Defense. Rear Admiral Jeffrey Sheet will take over that position. And lawmakers are wondering if it's time for the Defense Department to change the way it handles domestic abuse. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. A recent report found that the Defense Department did not take any action on 43% of the domestic abuse cases it classified as severe. That number alarmed House Armed Services Military Personnel Subcommittee Chairwoman Jackie Spear. Currently, the lowest-level commanders decide how to handle domestic abuse cases. Spears wondering if that needs to be pushed up to the level of colonel or higher. A Government Accountability Office report found some lower-level commanders and chaplains were sweeping domestic abuse issues under the rug. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.